IV Pod. Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us at IVPod.com. We are IV Pod on Facebook. We are IV Podcast on Twitter and mail at IVPod is our email. Let's begin episode 62 of the IV Alternative Podcast. Hi, John. How's it going? Everything sounds like a question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like uh, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Did someone put a question mark at the end of my beginning? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you can't help me. You are reading off a teleprompter at this moment, right? Of course. I always am. <laughs> everything is pre-planned. Every word, every period, every pause, right. everything. And it even in, in when all of your screw-ups, you go back and you edit them out. So That's it's right. It's hard to edit out the tone of that question. I have to re- recut that. <laughs> yeah, now that yeah, that'll be tricky. Eh, have to get pretty skilled on that one. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to this episode, John. It's a, we we already got an interview in the can. We do. We've recorded. We we did a little pre-planning. We got a special interview coming right up with Tyler Am from River City Panic. Uh, we're going to actually jump right into that into that uh, in just a moment. I'm going to do our quick Stitcher thing because. Do you got Stitcher? Because we're on it. So get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You can get it on uh, your App Store, on on your Android or Apple iPhone device, iPads, and all all sorts of places. So, yeah, they've, they've been promoting us, so we should promote them. Darn right. That's right. Our other sponsor, we, John. Just yeah, uh, we got a local sponsor. Yeah, don't and, and hey, you know what? I, I warn people: don't click that thirty-second skip button. I know what I, I know how it works when people when the podcasters are doing their uh, sponsor reads because I do it. Yeah, I push the scrubber button or whatever the you call it. Fifteen-second button. <laughs> don't push it because we might put in a secret code to some super special thing, and you're not going to hear about it. So you got to listen. Sorry, I just had to. Oh, I think that's worthwhile. We don't want our we don't want to <laughs> shortchange our sponsors. Yeah, our, our our sponsor this week is Kramarsic Law Offices. Um, he's been a longtime sponsor of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast, but for good reason. He he does good work. So see here, I think I do. I closed the window, <laughs> John. What? Give me one second. Do 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 do. I can be quick. Uh, we are proud to tell you that today's sponsor is attorney, attorney Doug Kramarsik from the Kramarsik Law Offices. If you are in need of legal help, what do you look for? How about someone that is going to aggressively fight for you? How about someone who focuses on the quality of their work? Even more important, how about someone you can trust? You'll find you'll get this and so much more with Kramarsik Law Office. The attorney Doug Kramarsik was a former lead prosecutor with years of experience that he, he will use to help and guide you. Also, Doug is from the area and is someone you won't have 
any trouble talking about critical issues in your life. Uh, for more in- information, give Attorney Doug a call. It's 815-667-7100. You can visit him at his office in Utica. It's actually right off of Route 6. Uh, it's a celebrations building, I believe. Uh, it's 740 U.S. Route 6, Suite D in Utica. So KermarsicLaw.com is where you can find him on the web. Uh, yeah, or if you go to our website, I believe you can find a link to his site. You sure can. So, um, yeah, so look him up. He, he does a lot of stuff. If you are, unfortunately, if you get any, any kind of incident with, uh, like DUI or, uh, that's one of the areas that he's a, got a lot of experience in. Um, yeah, hit his website up. There's a lot of good information there. If you happen to be in some sort of trouble in that regard, that's who you want to talk to, Attorney Doug Kermarsik. So we thank him for sponsoring episode if you 62. If you happen to go around and shoot BB guns into people's windows, you might want to give Doug a call. Right. If the you know the police are on to you, you know, get a little get a little help there. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. They have just saying they haven't caught those saying. guys. We weren't going to talk about it, or were we? I don't know, but it just seemed like an appropriate time. Well, maybe the reason we haven't heard if they've been caught or not is because they already hired attorney Doug Kermarsic. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> and he's he's kept it out of the papers. Yeah, that that's good. true. He, that, that's, we've got it figured out. That's it. So uh, no yeah. guarantees, well, people. <laughs> well, we're not going to spend much time uh, now. We're actually going to jump right into this interview. We had a, we we just the other day we recorded this interview with Tyler Am from River City Panic. Uh, unless you got something, Clayton, should we just? Well, we could we could just uh, just to give a quick primer the interview is going to pertain to the river city panic film that's going to be shot in ottawa in july there is a kickstarter fundraiser going on right now so you'll hear about that on the show i'm just trying to prime it a little bit to give you an idea what you guys are in for but he's the writer and producer of the film writer director actor pretty much everything yeah sounds like so and and it's a it's exciting. It's a good interview, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how this shakes out. And I think they're going to get their Kickstarter reach their goal. Was at eight thousand dollars? They're hoping to raise, and as of the other day, they were well on their way. Um, over halfway yeah. If there. you want to, if sorry, if you want to, uh, I mean, five bucks, throw five bucks at them. Anything. I mean, any little bit. You might think five bucks might not do anything, but it helps. So right. look up River City Panic on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and enjoy the interview. I think that pretty much primes it. Should tell you everything you need to know. Sounds good to me. Here it is. everybody it is interview time so not too long ago there was a group or actually there is a group called uh fish sticks and milk we've talked about them before on the show and uh, they created a hit sensation music video called ottawa's serious fun Uh, you may have watched it i think i think they've gotten over seventy thousand hits on that video about seventy six thousand Seventy six thousand. Thank you. <laughs> Who, who's that talking? What? Well, uh, here I got this whole intro planned out. So you just oh, give me, give me. Sorry, John. Yeah, I got this. It's okay. It's um. But anyway, yeah. So they've created YouTube videos, uh, done a lot of charity work around the Ottawa area. Now they've got a movie they're working on, 
and uh, with us, one of the members of Fish Ticks and Milk and creator of the River City Panic movie, Tyler Am. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's a long time coming because, you know, I think we've talked about – we were talking before the show. We talked about how uh, our our podcast started up roughly the same time period that Ottawa's Serious Fun went viral. Um, <laughs> viral. So that, yeah, right. <laughs> for the Illinois Valley, it's viral. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, for here it I is. I think so, yeah, it's Germany a... watched it once, so. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome to get you on the show just because uh, you guys have been – kicking out uh videos for a while and doing a lot of cool stuff in the Ottawa area yeah and now you got this uh the movie coming out so this is looking great so yeah thanks again for coming on no i'm just excited to be on guys i mean i i think it's great what you do and so i i'd love to help you and i'm glad that you're helping me so mutually beneficial (laughs) definitely yeah so tell us a little bit so you're you're working on a a project of a film you wrote and uh, it's called River City Panic. I remember a few months back you were doing uh, open auditions in uh, the Ottawa area. Um, you plan on filming it here, from what I understand. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin of this project and maybe a little bit about your background? Yeah, um, I mean, the best way to put it is, uh, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I didn't go to school for any of this. I've just, I've, I've had a passion for film and short films and things like that. And I've done videos since I was a kid and fish sticks and milk was a big part of that. You know, when I got into junior college and college, just shooting stupid shorts with my friends, but I went to school for sociology, you know? And so I graduated, I did a term in AmeriCorps. I came home, I got a job at the youth service bureau. And it's just like, you know, I, I mean, I love helping people, but my real passion is videos. And so, um, uh, last summer I, I bit the bullet and I was like, okay, I really want to shoot a film. And so I shot this three-hour monster movie epic and it's just this low-budget horror film that you know i didn't expect to do anything with i made it with my friends and when it was all said and done i was pretty proud of it but then when you enlist the help of your friends and you say you're not going to do anything with it and then you're like well hey i kind of want to show people this and but then they're like well i'm in some compromising positions and i'm getting (laughs) on and stuff like that they're like i'm not sure how i feel about that and it's like well okay i respect that that wasn't the intention but then, like, I got this really bad itch, and all fall, I was like, man, I just really want to do something that I can, like, like something big or bigger than my shorts and my sketches that I can show people. And so yeah. um, that's kind of where the idea to do River City Panic was from. And, and and the one thing that I always come back to, I've written a couple screenplays, and usually I have a writing partner. And I did this time. I actually enlisted the help of my cousin, Virginia. But um, when I sat down to write, I was like, I can't not write about small towns in Ottawa and LaSalle County. It's just I, there's just too much good stuff there <laughs> to, yeah. um, to talk about and make fun of because, you know, <laughs> like Ottawa Serious Fun, it was just a spoof on Ottawa. You know, it's just there's not much to do around here. And so why not just make fun of it? And then the, the summer after that, we ended we actually followed it up with a musical that made fun of Ottawa. It was like a two hour musical, had like five or six numbers in there and. You know, I wrote and directed that, and it's just like, well, now it's time to make a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so, so they, so when you said the, uh, the, so the three-hour monster movie that, so that was never released anywhere. No, it's just it's sitting on my hard drive. Oh wow! So now is, uh, did elements of that movie kind of make it into this movie, or oh, did you kind of? Definitely, I'm, I'm a, I'm a yeah. big fan of comedy, and I'm a big fan of sci-fi, horror, fantasy elements. It's just, it's one of my favorite things because I like to, I like to be pulled out of you know real life, but at the same time, I like real world characters. And so when I sat down to write the script, I always write from the viewpoint of you know groups of friends because I, I have a large group of friends that I've had for years and. 
Um, that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from. And so basically, the movie's just about six friends when they're early, they're in their early 20s. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't accomplish much, you know, very similar to things around here. And some of them are ready for change and some of them aren't. And so it, it sounds very, um, <laughs> teen drama right now, but, um, we, we, <laughs> we try and pull out of that and really focus on, um, like this, there's this rumor that gets thrown out and it, this film's actually set in Ottawa. And so there's this rumor going around that, um, the local street commissioner has disappeared. He's been kidnapped. Uh, nobody knows where he is. He's missing. And then there's a police curfew in place. And so everybody's kind of, you know, uh, making things up online just like they do in small towns playing telephone and by the end of it nobody knows what the hell's going on they're making everything up and so basically that throws the town into a literal panic and everyone's you know fending for themselves you know looting places and stuff like over this ridiculous thing just this rumor and all those friends want to do that night is go out on the town and just have fun and it just gets in the way and so it's just a it's a satire. I mean, it's just a whole satire of small town living and just how people can be absolutely ridiculous over the littlest things. So and then, you know, there's definitely some horror elements in there. Things start, you know, the stakes are raised halfway through the movie and you never know what's going to happen. And so, yeah, it's, it's you know, comedy thrills, a little bit of horror, some action. You know, there's some car crashes, fireworks, fire. So there's a lot in there. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I liked you when you in the Kickstarter video you referenced um, the the film of the, uh, trying to make it look like it was eighties or yes. that yeah. sort of era, um, and you brought up a few movies, and one of them was The Monster Squad, and I Definitely. thought that was kind of good because I was like, oh, I remember <laughs> that movie. That movie's awesome. I I made my wife and we watched that a couple years ago, and just the the group of friends. You know, that fits with what you're doing. And then the characters and the, I don't know, the way it works through. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with that picture, John, but. Oh, yes. Um, that's I've a good one for the. special edition on DVD. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a perfect one. Once, once the boys are good age, John, you, you gotta throw it towards them. But I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, come on. I what? What's that. his name gets kicked in the nuts? That yeah, part? I used to love that part. Wolfman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and I remember there are some lines in that movie too, not to, to go too far off track here, but um, where I watched it, I was like, "Whoa, they they are saying things they wouldn't say on movies today." But um, for a kids' movie, which I thought yeah. kind of was, but pretty pretty awesome but, stuff. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that because that's kind of like element wise, that's what we're going for, you know? Because it's, I mean, albeit like Goonies is a uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, and and that movie Me as too. well, and it's you know younger kids mm-hmm. um, and stuff, and so it's like it's. It's, I'm really trying to harken back to that era as best as possible, both visually, musically, but also like, uh, language wise and things like that. It's set in modern day, but we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have the gang wearing primary colors. There might even be like a raincoat in the movie, you know, just to really kind of get that <laughs> visual. Yellow, perhaps. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> and right. so it's like, uh, we really want to capture that as best as possible because I, when I was writing it, that's all I was picturing. It's just it's just a group of friends. They want to have fun. Things are changing. They're resistant to it, but then they have to go along with it. And it's like that's that's those are the movies I grew up loving. And mm-hmm. so that's you know that's what, what that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm pumped because I pretty much love all the same type of stuff. This is exciting. <laughs> oh, I'm excited too. I just hope I can make it through. It's going to be a big ordeal. So, <laughs> well, I know one thing. I want to uh, help out with this Kickstarter. So please give us give us a little info on that. What do we need to do? Yeah, I mean, 
we spent all, um, well, I guess winter and, and spring raising money and, you know, we tried our best to get it all done locally and we were able to raise about $8,000. And then we realized we, we made this connection. Um, a buddy of mine up in Chicago, Dan Scoobel, um, he's our cinematographer and, and, and lead camera operator. And, uh, we brought him on board and his, his equipment from his production company, Lakeview Productions. And we've kind of realized that there's a lot of great talent up there. Like he's a, he's a regional Emmy winner and, um, he has a lot of good friends and they're all willing, willing to work for a discount. So it's like, if we just brought in a little bit more money, well, a little bit more about another 8,000, <laughs> right. um, it's a little bit for, you know, most movies, but, um, yeah, if we could just bring another 8,000, we could bring all of them on board, have great sound lights, um, steady cam operators. And so that's what we're trying to do now is we have this Kickstarter up trying to raise another $8,000 to basically pay for those guys and get, get them here so that we can really make this movie visually as stunning, you know, as, as we're going to, you know, as the actors are going to bring to it, as, as our composer is going to bring to it. And so, yeah, so we're really pushing for it. We have a lot of great rewards. At least I think so. We're trying to keep things as cheap as, as cheap as possible while at the same time raising money. So for $15, you can get a digital copy of the film. And for 30 you can get a hard copy. But below that, you'll get a, like a bunch of digital art. Um, for $5, you can get an EP featuring seven different artists from the Illinois Valley. Um, we've got Egon's Unicat, Kevin Kramer of Ahimsa, uh, Zach Demkovich, Zach Buckley, just a lot of great local talent that I, you know, I, I'm a musician. I played in the Valley with these guys for years. And so it was like bringing them all on board. It's like bringing the family back together in a lot of ways. <laughs> and so it's just really exciting to include other people. And that's, that's like a big part of the production. But anyways, the Kickstarter, um, we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got higher rewards too. If you send us a hundred bucks, um, you'll get, a uh, signed prop from the film and you also be listed as a producer for 150 you can be have a walk-on role 250 speaking role for 500 dollars um you will let you choose your own death in the film and so we'll let you nice. prance around in the background um sword fight with a buddy slit each other's throats whatever you want to do blow each other <laughs> up and, and we'll make sure that it's you know it's right there in the midst of the action so yeah, but well then actually we just, we just added another reward. Walt Willie uh, stopped by last week and we shot a little promo with him and now he's offering an evening with himself, a limousine ride, some wine and dinner for fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know we got that that Ottawa celebrity. We're trying to work on right. uh, Maria, Maria Canellis as well. So if you're listening, Maria, please uh, email me back. But um. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a big listener of the show. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? She might be now, so I'll, I'll do my yeah. best. Yeah, she, she offered to be in it, but we're, we're working on our scheduling, so hopefully. <laughs> and you guys did a, a big Kickstarter party at the the Onet Gaming, yeah, and they're a yeah, sponsor right. for the show. So, yeah, they've sponsored a. I did a not show know of that. Ours. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, geez. And I've, I've been friends with those guys for decades. Well, a decade. Well, that's that's good enough for us. I mean, they they uh, they kicked forward uh, to sponsor an episode. We we go out and we try to find people that we think are going to be or businesses that are kind of jive with what we're doing, and they're to definitely mm-hmm. do that. So it was pretty cool. Like John, John's frequent. He's a frequenter, not super regular but you've been there. yeah i like to take the kids there you can't beat quarter gaming yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you you sold them on sponsoring an episode there you go <laughs> so we still bring them up from time to time just because we we have a loyalty to those folks that have given us a little bit of money to help us so uh that's our oh, way that's of great. fundraising <laughs> yeah so but yeah you guys had a sound like you had a pretty hopping party over there though yeah we um yeah, Ryan and Kyle, they're helping produce the movie. And when I say produce, they're basically just handling all the business end of it for me. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we had some live music, some acoustic acts. Egon's was there, um, the Bentland brothers. 
And um, it was a lot of fun. Um, actually, the uh, Twinkles, um, the local ice cream truck, um, that's oh, okay. the, the ice cream truck is in the movie, and she's featured in some of our promos and stuff. But she came down, um, Mrs. Twinkles, and she brought the ice cream truck, and uh, everybody who got ice cream, uh, all the money went to us. And so we were able to raise a good chunk of change that day. And it was a lot of fun just to have Great. a lot of people stop by, ask questions, want to know more about the movie, say that they've seen the posters around town and stuff. So it was a good time. And Walt Willie showed up? Uh, he didn't make it there. I think he was busy at rehearsal or something like that. He's preparing for his local play. Oh, but, right. Um, but, yeah, we were with him uh, last week. Uh, we shot a promo where he's, he, he's um, illicitly selling some uh, weapons out of the back of the ice cream truck for people <laughs> who are in the midst of this panic. But he sells it to this little girl. He goes on this little monologue where he talks about the, the Kickstarter and how he's going to be in the movie and stuff like that. And then the little, the little girl robs him at gunpoint and takes the ice cream truck. So it was a lot of fun oh, to shoot that's- that. That's sweet. <laughs> so, that. I mean, is the uh, is has any of the film been shot yet? Nothing's been shot yet. We've done a couple like spec trailers and some test footage and stuff like that, but um, we don't start shooting until uh, we we do some establishing shots on the twentieth. But primary or principal photography starts on the twenty first of July, and we're we're only going for eight potentially nine days if we can convince our crew to stay an extra day so it's 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 a really tight shoot and uh the original script was 109 pages and i think that would have amounted to like 137 hours of consecutive work so we just did some revisions brought it down it's really nice and tight and so it's going to be it's going to be intense but uh, everybody's really excited about it i think you know lack of sleep and um just the excitement from the movie is going to keep us going so (laughs) so was it was it uh did you have a hard time finding local people to, you know, f- take on these acting roles? Are are the people local, or are they from all over the place? For the most part, they're local. We did local auditions, and that filled up quickly. We only did two days. We didn't know what to anticipate, and we, it filled up fast. And so, I mean, as far as uh, supporting roles, minor roles, and like you know, some background stuff, we have like fifty, sixty actors, and then we have our six leads. They're all from the valley, but we have, um, we did like a like a broad online search. And we we got some people from Ohio and Massachusetts coming in and stuff. Like so that. yeah, it, it's kind of exciting to see these people. Like you know, most most people, it, it's so strange because people locally they still don't quite understand what we're doing. You know, they, they, <laughs> I've had a couple people come up to me and, and say that they're excited to see the commercial I'm shooting. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not shooting a commercial. I'm shooting a feature length film. And they're like, oh wow, well that's not yeah, what it's I heard. getting real, people. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> but it, it's exciting to have these people willing to drive like. We don't have much money, and we'll try and give people gas money, but none of our actors are being paid. But they're like, you know, screw it. I'll, I'll drive all the way from Massachusetts for this film. And it's like, I can't thank you enough, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so we've got, some, we've got some great local talent. And, yeah, it really wasn't too hard. I think once once I get a chance to sit down and talk with people and really explain what's happening, I think it's it, it's really easy to get them excited and on board. And this, the city's been great. I mean, uh, as a whole, they've supported the film, and, um, you know, they're going to they're gonna fund it a little bit. Um, help pay for our craft oh, services and, um, you know, giving us a lot of amenities, you know, like closing down streets, getting some cop cars and some fire trucks and shots and things like that. Wow. So we've been really, really thankful. Uh, I just I couldn't be more thankful for the amount of support we've gotten. So it's been really good. So no one no one took the uh, Ottawa Series Fund. Do they, do they realize you guys were poking fun at the city there and they didn't I- take too hard of that? To be honest, I mean, none of our video – all of our videos before that we had gotten like – 300 hits and they were all our friends and family constantly watching the movie over or the videos over and over again so when we made sure. that it was just because uh, mark wilkinson who's in la now he went to school to be a director 
he just wanted to get a music video under his belt. And so like I, you know, I wrote the song and unfortunately I had to sing on it. Um, <laughs> but, um, like he just did it, you know, just to get some practice in and overnight it, it picked up really quick and people were sharing it on Facebook and stuff like that. And actually the visitor center bought a 30 second spot of the music video off of us. And they played it in movie theaters up in the burbs and in Chicago for a while. Wow. So, wow, nice. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't know if it was like, uh, they're like, hey, they're making fun of us, and, and they just decided to embrace it as opposed to get angry, or if everybody really just kind of was like, yep, that's how it is, so let's just, let's just go with it. <laughs> well, I know I got the song stuck in my head, because I was doing a little binging right before the, uh, the show today and watching some of the, uh, Fish Sticks and Milk videos, and of course I had to watch that one. Yeah, and my wife, I watched it with my wife, and she's like, "Oh, thanks a lot." Now I'm going to be singing that song all night. So yeah, yeah. good work on that. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, I haven't met anybody who didn't didn't appreciate that for what it was. It was it's just a perfect, uh, well put together little video of it, and it just I, I, nothing too offensive or anything. It was right to the point. Yeah. It was great. So I'm looking yeah. forward to well, seeing I mean, what, we were... what the movie looks like too. Because yeah, I, I, I like to think that we used to be pretty innocent back. then. Then, but now I don't know <laughs> if I can get away with it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. no, I'm glad you guys are excited about the movie. I I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm I'm really hoping that um you know listeners of your podcast will kind of stay in touch and and will even come down and watch us film and and be in the movie. We we have plenty of room for some background stuff, and you know if you want to come by and throw a Molotov at a car, that that spot's yours. <laughs> yeah, it's just hey. if you in a by all means, feel free to open up your wallet and throw a little, you know, cash their way. Uh, yes, go to just, uh, yeah, what would be the best way for people to find you? So that you could go to, well, you've got a Facebook page, River City Panic. Yeah, there's a Facebook, Facebook page. We have a Twitter page, okay. Tumblr, everything. But, you know, if you check out any of those, we're going to be, every day we've got the, the link reposted for our Kickstarter. But if you just go to Kickstarter and search for us, you know, we're the only thing that's going to come up. And, yeah, right now I think... I think we're, we're sitting at about 4,600, so we're over halfway of our goal. We still have 17 days left, I think. So we're, we're doing really good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. And if we got a little bit over, that'd make me even happier because we could do another day of filming so our uh, crew doesn't lose their heads, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, awesome. and we, we have a lot of stuff. You know, we got a spec trailer on there. There's lots of great information. You can educate yourself on what, what we're trying to do, you know? And I mean, I don't want anybody to pledge money that doesn't, you know, doesn't think that it's worth anything, but I, I really feel strongly about this film. I'm very passionate about it. And when, and when it's all said and done, all I want to do is promote the Illinois Valley in Ottawa. So all of our That's premiere awesome. or all our, our, pre, our premieres and our private um, screenings for cast and family. And even we have some private parties as part of our um, Kickstarter packages. They're all going to be at the Roxy in Ottawa. They actually recently just got their dig- or their first digital projector, so we're oh, able to oh, show good. the movie they there. They got that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I don't know if it's actually there yet, but I, I actually the uh, the the theater's manager, his son, is one of our six leads, and so like I all like. For the past four months, I've been like calling it like every week. I'm like, okay, Tony, did they get it yet? Did they get it? And well, I like, knew it's okay. a big deal because uh, being a private theater, right? I mean, yeah. privately owned, yes. not, not part of a huge corporation. To have a no. digital projector is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen fundraisers on probably Twitter or Facebook just for them to try to get the digital projector. So that's good to hear they got one. Yeah, they finally it, got it. it, so. it hopefully, it will be delivered in time, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think that it's supposed to be here by like July or something. So we don't expect to have the film completed until like hopefully by like Scarecrow Fest time, late September, early October. So right 
one. Yeah. Okay, wait, yeah, I missed that. So that's that's about when you think it'll release in October? Yep. Um, for, oh. Yeah, because I actually I left my job to focus purely on this. Um, I'm doing some freelance video work over the summer just to make some money, but um, I saved all my money up you know, this past year just to focus on this. And so once the movie's wrapped um, at the end of July, all of August, I'm just going to be working with my composer and editing at the same time and just, wow. uh, you know, focusing purely on this. I really want to get, you know, I have a very strong vision for it. And um, I think with the help of my cinematographer and the rest of our crew, they're actually going to make that come to life. And all I have to do is piece it together. Editing is one of my favorite things to do. And so that's going to like <laughs> that um, monster movie epic, that three hour thing I, I was talking about. I edited that in like a week and a half. And that was three hours. And so, like, I'm looking forward to just splurging and not sleeping what's, and focusing what's on your, it. Yeah, what's your poison? What do you do to keep, kind of keep you going when you're on those, like, editing binges? Um, I'm a big fan of Red Bull. Okay. Uh, I love Red Bull. I did downgrade to the sugarless one to try and not die. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. I, I, you just I have get a real the, uh, You get the juice flowing and you just go, right? Yeah. And it, it, it's exciting in the editing stage when you see things coming together, especially like when you have a problem and you're not sure how to fix it. And you sit there and you fiddle with it for like a half hour, an hour, and then it finally comes together. That's like – it's just such a great feeling because it gets you really jazzed about like seeing the rest of it come to life. And so you know, I've even had some, some projects that you know where you, you, you wake up the next day to go finish what you were doing and it's gone for some reason. You, you, something happened and then you start again. But I always – every time I, I sit down to edit, it just – it clicks, you know. I just it's just something, you know. When you know you let you like to do something, it it just it, there's nothing better. So I'm really what, excited uh, to be able to pursue this. Just curious, uh, what program do you use for your editing? Um, I use Adobe Premiere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've a I do some editing type work for work and just for fun too. But I use a program called Pinnacle, and I've been I've been looking at that pro, the Adobe program, and I'm a little bit. Uh, nervous about jumping into it because I, I figured there'd be quite a learning curve to it. You know what? I, I, I've used a lot of programs. I use Pinnacle, um, Power Director, uh, uh, some other ones, some other terrible ones. And um, <laughs> I, I finally, you know, I was just like, okay, I need to start getting like more to where the industry's at, you know, with Final right. Cut and in Premiere. And it, I couldn't believe how easy it was. It, like all the things that I wanted to do that I struggled to do in other programs, it was just seamless in this. You know, I mean, obviously it's going to take a little bit of time to know where everything's at that you need to going to need to click, but it was it's just very well laid out. I I was very impressed, and I would highly suggest that anybody who likes to do video work use Premiere. So yeah. Well, I I think I'm going to look into that. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, you'll you'll, well, you'll take care of all your people then, John, with this this tip, right? All your yes, I will. how-tos and Mr. Fix-It videos. <laughs> yeah. Is that Why mainly not? what you make then, John? For work I do, yeah. It's just like how to you know, like use some of our products and machines and stuff like that, how to fix just stuff. Just to fill you in, Tyler, John makes the, the cameras that go down in the sewer. He's the, the right. engineer. Right. He, he basically from the ground up designed a, the taut wire cable thing with a fisheye lens on the end. Right, John? That you shove yeah. down into a drain to find out potentially where it's leaking from or anything like that. So you know he has to. What you film is how to fix them if there's a problem and or. I do stuff like that. Some of our other products too. Yeah. Wow, that's just. How, how do you get into that? <laughs> how did I get into that? I, you know what? I don't know. I mean, it's just went to school for engineering and wanted to move back to the Illinois Valley and. 
there was an ad in the paper for an engineering position. It didn't even say who the company was, and it turned out to be uh, <laughs> the company I work for, Spartan. Yeah, and then that's it. I've been there well, ever since, cool. like nine years. So Wow, wow very cool. So I remember your first prototype. That, that's why I always get excited about your when you you talk about your projects. I was like, oh, I remember we we shoved that. You're, you're underneath the doorway. We shoved the the wire and, and the, it had the lens on the end, and we ran it down your hallway. We <laughs> just watched the. It was just I don't know. Sorry to wax on here, Tyler, but I, it was one of those things where it's kind of no. Neat. I'm interested like, as well. <laughs> it's like well, you 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 converted it from being like a, a VHS or or something, right? To where yeah, it was like a hard everything. drive and then a, a flat screen and like had to get with the times. Yeah. <laughs> like what you were given and what you came up with was a pretty, pretty cool like uh, transition from the old to the new technology. But I love hearing about what you're doing with like the video and the way you just you know the way you just took it upon yourself to learn how to do that stuff because I you know I've when I, I used to do like stop motion type videos put the you know put the camera on the tripod and just keep moving things over. Little by little, oh yeah, uh, make little videos like that, or sometimes I would video my videotape myself uh, doing crazy stunts. So uh, it's uh, so if you ever need a stunt man fill in, I, I could I could probably help you could. out. Uh, John regret, used to practice. You're gonna regret that. that. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he used to practice rolling downstairs. Oh really? yeah, I got that down. Pat. Seriously, you need uh, someone to, to to roll downstairs. I can do that. <laughs> There's a pretty nice hard set of stairs in City Hall that we get. I'd, I'd love to have somebody fall down those. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John. If you, you put on like some thick denim, maybe with sweatpants underneath and some knee pads, you could probably oh, yeah. would do it without really even catching a bruise. Yeah, I think I could do it. I still got it. I like it. Well, we do have production insurance, so you'll be covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> you know, we'll talk afterward. We'll talk later. We'll talk. Yeah. One of, the, one of the other things that that I'm really pleased to hear from you, Tyler, is just the the attitude, the um, the the, the overall feeling about the Illinois Valley, and, and and just the not having that typical local feel where people just crap on the town they're from. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's a a regional thing or an Illinois Valley thing. I think that's in whatever small town across the whole country, people get that, yeah. and they don't realize that. You know, a lot of people move away and they come back and they have the same complaint, you know. So I, I really appreciate that sort of idea that it, it's it, it's attitude and, and it's oh, what yeah. you make it kind of thing, you know. It, it's all kind of cheesy sayings, but it's true. So and, and that's one of the things that we do on our podcast is we, we're not – we try to promote the area and we'll be honest about it when we, when we need to be. But I'll tell you what, it, you could do a lot worse than living around here, so – Oh, I mean, I, I I love where I grew up, and I love Ottawa, and that's why, you know, I, I never left, really. I mean, I I, I just I, – and that's a lot of what the film's about. You know, it's about this group of friends. They're basically who I was when I was, you know, late teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you blame everything else. You blame the town. You blame all the people you went to high school with, right. all the all the nothing. And right. it's really – you just need to blame yourself. It's I mean, if you're not doing something, it's because you're choosing not to. Right. And that's when I when I started getting involved with my fish sticks and milk buddies. You know, we were shooting videos and stuff like that. And it's like time was flying by. I mean, we right. were having great, great memories. Right. And that, that's why like, I, I just never could commit to the idea of going to film school and going to California and Hollywood and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm very proud of my, my – um, you know, I would say my brother Mark for going over there and doing that. Um, but for me, it's just, it's not my thing. And so right. like, there's definitely, um, it's, it's difficult. I, I, it's very hard 
you know, not, not to toot my own horn. It's very hard to do what I'm trying to do here just because people don't expect it and they don't know how to feel about it. And, but really what I want people to do is like, I give my, I give my personal cell phone no, number out, you know, 815-488-0848. I'm on the radio every week on WCMY and I give that number out and I want people to call me. If you are just curious, if, if you just want to know how we're doing this or if you, if you want to come hold a camera for the day or come hold a light or be an actor, I really want you to do it because I want to provide opportunities. This is, you know, it's it's really hard for me to say this is my project because when I going into this, this is like everybody who's going to get involved is my family now, mm-hmm. and um, you know, talking about you know paying it forward and getting things back. The local homeless shelter is going to let us house our cast and crew there um, for the whole time for free, and I couldn't be more <laughs> thankful. That cut down on a huge cost for us, you know, wow. and so it's yeah, it's like. People have really warmed up to the idea of what we're trying to do, and I, I hope that it just inspires other people. I really want other people to start doing things like this and just, you mm-hmm. know, go out on a limb and just give it a shot. I mean, what's it going to hurt? You know, I mean, if my ego gets hurt, that's fine. That'll right. heal. You know, <laughs> I can I can always finally leave the valley or whatever. But right. <laughs> you know, as long as as long as I'm here and I have a passion for this stuff, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep nice. doing it here. Yeah. Right. Well, it, and it's it's you hear a lot of people say, "I'm bored. There's nothing to do here." But yeah, and no one ever turns it turns it around and looks at themselves and says, "Do you have? We're we're in an era and in a time where the whole world is at your fingertips in a lot of ways, and there's a bazillion things you could do. And if you're exactly. bored, you you probably are the you're the problem. You know, yeah. you could find something. You got to find something to invigorate, and you've embraced that sort of idea." to the max and i i'm an envious it's it's awesome i i think it's something that a lot of people can kind of look at you and go wow uh that we can go well, let's go do this you know and and yeah uh, that's that's great I, blazing a trail right well john yeah. we, we kind of <laughs> we had a similar experience when we were younger we we did some goofy things and we weren't out shooting videos and stuff like that but um, it was very rare where you'd get a group of guys together and when we were 19, 20, 21, 22 or whatever age, we weren't bored very often. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things. You just kind of go out and you got to make your blaze your own trail. So I, I'm, I'm, well, that's exactly how this, I would say the, the podcast right. formed. You know, Clayton and I were both, inter- we both like podcasts. We both, we were looking at, well, it would be nice if there was a podcast for the area, and we were kind of looking around for one. We couldn't find one. It's like, oh, well, why don't we do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the excuse? We just went for it. Why not, right? There's, I right. mean, there's just there's so many things that aren't happening around here, like everybody talks about, and it's like you could easily fill that void and be be the center of that universe. And I like uh, when I I think I discovered you guys um, maybe a year or two ago, and. I couldn't believe it. I was, I think I was just like messing around on the internet or something like that, Facebook or something, and Illinois Valley, Illinois Valley Pad podcast came up, and right. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "There's a podcast devoted to here. Like, what would they talk about?" And it's like, surprisingly, <laughs> there's plenty to talk about, you right. know. And so I think that you, I, I'm, I mean, we're just basically stroking each other's, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah uh, that's backs. Right. Yeah, we're backs. Um, but anyways, like I just, I agree. <laughs> I think that there's. I think that there's a lot to be done around here and I, you know, I'm excited to hopefully inspire people and like uh, this, you know, just talking with you guys. Now I feel like staying up all night and, you know, working on the movie, even though I just wanted to go to bed, I was exhausted, but it's like, you know, get to be able to talk <laughs> to you guys about it. It just, you know, and hopefully it'll inspire you guys to, you know, find some more locals and get them on the podcast. So absolutely. Right. Well, that's our, yeah. that's our MO, man. That's, 
I think we've done a, we're, we're still working on it, but uh, we always like to talk to interesting people and, and there's so much, that's the key to that. This whole thing, like what we're talking about is, is the networking and being able to, you need, if you could plug the right group of people together, it's amazing mm-hmm. what can happen. And that's kind of the, the message. If, if we're preaching anything, it's that you get the right group together and you can, you can do just about anything. And, and we're, I'm always excited to talk to anybody who's doing something new or something different, mm-hmm. something interesting. So. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you want to get into the movie making business and you're here in the Illinois Valley, give Tyler a call. Well, you know one, yes. one of the other uh, one of the other things I saw on your you have your soundtrack artist you have a Terra Tale on there. We had uh, Scotty. Scotty, yeah, not, Scotty James. No, I, I know they just dropped another album. So yeah, um, actually, um, the, that my buddy Mark that I was talking about, he actually flew um back home from L.A. to shoot a music video with them. I think uh, a couple weeks ago. Wow. Okay. So. Right yeah, on. yeah, everything's connected, man. So oh, <laughs> it is neat. I, I see that. I'm like, well, we've talked to that guy before. So well, I have to ask real quick: uh, Is Fish Sticks and Milk is that still active? Uh, we don't do too much. Everybody's really spread out. I mean, we we, we went strong for a couple of years. We were still doing events um, and uh, like uh, open mic nights, and like you know, in the summers we, we would do like dodgeball and stuff like that around town and things like that. But um. Recently, it was just re- uh, relegated to like scholarships and things like that. We had a scholarship at the high school, but uh, you know, right now it's kind of I, w- I was I was the president of Fishsticks and Milk, and so like it's just like now that I'm kind of focused on this, now things have really kind of hit hit a you know a dead end. But um, you know, we'll pick it up again. It'll never go away. We're all it's really it's just we're we're a massive group of friends. I mean, over Fishsticks and Milk's lifetime, there's been you know, 30, 40 members, and we still all communicate in some way or another. And, you know, really, it's just going to be when the family gets back together. I'm sure we'll shoot a stupid video or something like that or host some sort of event <laughs> around town. You know, it's just it never like and fish sticks and milk is really at the heart of um, a lot of the stuff that I do. It's just for me. And again, like we were talking about, it's just all about local family. And, yeah. and we're always going to be around. We're always going to see each other. It may take it may be years in between, you know, like you guys said, you take some breaks from your podcast, but you know, you're always going to come back because it's something you love to do. And right. so, yeah, well, but yeah, yeah we're, in some form or another, we're still around. <laughs> I, I have my right, fish sticks cool. and milk t-shirt that I bought downtown. Oh my gosh. Which one do you have? It's like a <laughs> orangish yellow color. I don't know. It's got a front and a back on it. The, are it's, they like dancing and it says like boogie down or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought it at the, uh, the the department store or whatever it was called. Oh, department um two twenty nine. Yeah, whatever or two twenty something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I bought man, it on that's Small crazy. Business Saturday. Uh, if you had an American <laughs> Express uh, American <laughs> Express card, you got a uh, um, credit if you shopped at small stores. So my oh, really? wife and I went shopping, and I was I saw that shirt, and I went. I'll take it. I don't, I don't even know what it costs. <laughs> probably about five bucks and a handshake. Yeah, well, whatever it was, I took it. And American Express probably paid for it, so it was good. Well, I appreciate that, American Express. <laughs> yeah. Well, Small Business yeah. Saturday. I don't know what nice it is. Nice plug for them. Yeah, it was in the full yeah. plug. <laughs> See if we can get I'll them to sponsor, John. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, right. Or a cease and desist letter. So. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, carry on let's, and on if we needed to. Yeah, we could. Well, um, uh, River City Panic on Facebook. Uh, you can find them on Twitter. Is there any other ways people can find you, or is that that's um, probably the best way? I mean, the, uh, to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at rivercitypanic at 
gmail.com or you can call my my direct cell number 815-488-0848 um, I'd love to get people involved love to talk about the movie and uh, I mean our big thing is the Kickstarter we got 17 days to go um, about another uh, 3,400 to raise to hit our mark you know and so just keep spreading the word just you know share things we post a lot of stuff on our Facebook, we're releasing stuff as we go along. We got a couple of um, singles from the movie that we're going to release for free for download. So check those out coming up. And so, yeah, there's just, you know, lots of good stuff happening. So just check us out and get involved. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, I guess that, that'll be about it. Well, thanks again for coming on, Tyler. This is this was awesome. Oh, no, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, good luck All with right. your shoot and everything that you got going on. And, and hopefully we'll be in touch with you and as you get closer to this uh yeah, filming. if you'd like to come back on again and give us an update, and I, I that'd don't, be awesome. I don't think there's any doubt. I'm, I'm fairly certain you're going to hit your, your, your number of eight, eight thousand bucks. So I think we will too. And I, hey, I'd love to have you guys both in the movie and some, somehow. So you sh- we should stay in touch. I'd like to get you in there. Sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, I'll hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, 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 I hope you hold me to that. I'm definitely going to have you guys in there. So if you guys want to, like I said, I, I'd love to have a couple people in the background sword fighting for no apparent reason. I think that'd just be a, uh, <laughs> just really funny. But anyways, yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. I this has been, I you know, I love talking to like-minded people, and you know, especially about the when we talk about the valley stuff, that's really important to me. So I just think that you, you guys, you guys are doing good things. So keep it up. Thank you. <laughs> yes, same to you. Yeah. All right. We'll be back now with the uh, or with more show here in a little bit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
check them out. Before we go any further, you mentioned before the Kramarsic Law Office. Mm-hmm. I did. What, what we may not have mentioned was that both Clayton and I have known Doug a long time. We can say with complete sincerity that we, if we need any legal help, if we go around shooting BB gun windows out, Doug would <laughs> be the first person. BB shooting, gun can't shooting guns or shooting <laughs> windows out with BB guns. Thank you. Yes. That's what I meant. And if we did that, Doug would be the first guy I would call. I, I would even call my put, wife. I'd call him right from jail. <laughs> Doug, we've got a problem. We shot out sh- half the town of Peru yeah. and LaSalle windows. Help us. And he would. Right. He'd be like, is it a BB gun thing again? I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, on his website, you can check it out. He is, man. He's top of his class in school. He was, uh, let's see here. He was LaSalle County Assistant State's Attorney, prosecuting criminal cases, advising police officers and state troopers. He became a lead DUI traffic prosecutor for the entire 100,000 plus LaSalle County area. He's tried numerous bench trials and jury trials to verdict, and so just all sorts of stuff. DUI and traffic law, criminal defense, traffic accident compensation, driver's license, reinstatement, sealing, and expungement. The Kramarsic Law Office will be happy to give you a free initial consultation. Just tell them that IvyPod sent them, and he'll give you a free initial consultation. How about that deal? Say that IvyPod sent you. And you'll get that. So yeah, eight one five six six seven seven one zero zero. He's in Utica. His website, kramarsiklaw.com. We thank Doug for his support of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Thanks, Doug. All right. Got some things to wrap up, John. I'm gonna do our normal rundown, right? Yes, we've got a couple little things, but yeah, we'll do all our usuals with the exception of the tweets of the week. Uh, We're, we'll bring it back sorry. in time. It's going to come back, yes. We're just, we're not there yet. We're anyway. Slacking on the Twitter. Yeah, we are. We are slacking. <clears throat> but uh, well, it's been a good couple weekends. You know, uh, Buffalo Days and Celebrate LaSalle happened. Uh, I know I went to Celebrate LaSalle to see the Dreamwave, right. well, which was you, awesome. You put some pictures up on the Twitter. I did. Yeah, yeah there was some, uh, it was a good show. Right. It was a really good show. This is probably, what, the third year in a row now where you've, you know, basically gone and, and reported on the show how how it went and i would say uh they keep getting better every time Good. i think the highlight of the show for my kids anyway was a moment when uh the tyler dodgeball dude gave dodgeballs to all the kids who were in the like the front rows and they got to pelt the other dude and they got the you know crowd interaction oh. throwing dodgeballs at him it was that was cool that is that cool. Was really cool so nothing beats dodgeball yeah yeah, definitely. So yeah, that that was worth mentioning. I know coming up here, and there's a thing in Oglesby, so that'll be cool. Uh, An- what another Dreamwave event in Oglesby, you're saying? Oh no, there's not going to be one. I don't think there's going to be one at the Oglesby thing. But the the Oglesby days, or whatever they call it now, that's coming up here at the end of the month. So if you're looking for something to do, that'll be cool, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the only other thing I that local that I went to that was well. I had my hopes very high. There was a NASA exhibit in LaSalle at the library. You know, I am a big space buff. Okay, I love this stuff. So I went there with high expectations. I even built it up with my boys. I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to go see space stuff, and there's going to be a 
you know, expedition. I, don't know, I was like, trying to build it up like we we're not like we were going to space, but I was trying to pump it up a little bit. And uh, I was kind of disappointed. And I'm sorry if anybody listening out there has something to do with the library. There's nothing to do with you because you guys did a good job. You brought this thing there. But NASA, boy, oh, boy, did they drop the ball in my in my opinion. Uh, I just I was not too pleased with what NASA put together. You know, it's a bad sign when you walk into an exhibit and it's like a big it's like a semi and the, the exhibits inside the semi. And there's a guy there work who works. He's got a NASA shirt, so apparently he works for NASA. Yeah. And the first thing he says to me uh, and my group, he's like, "Oh, hey, you guys, come on in. It's an air conditioned unit. Stick around and check it out for a while. It's air conditioned." <laughs> and I'm just like, really? <laughs> "Not with the air conditioning. We have that that's at home, dude." <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's kind of fishy. And uh, yeah, so I, I think I kind of understand why because. Basically, take a uh, bunch of iPads and mount them to the walls, and each one has a app where you can do interactive type things. Basically, the entire thing could have been replaced with an app on the iPad or Android or whatever. That was what it was like. I was I was not happy. I could go on and on about this. I probably sound like Sheldon Cooper, yeah. you know, getting all snobbish about that NASA exhibit, but that's that's what it was. I was I was not happy. This is, but hey, this kudos the uh, LaSalle Library, you're saying? Yeah, kudos to the library for getting something there. But uh, NASA, come on. Lame. Apparently, they need Elon Musk and SpaceX to maybe if he was designing this thing, it would be pretty awesome. And NASA just these days, I don't know about them. It's all downhill, huh? I know. I'll stop. Okay. That'll be. I'll end my rant now before I go on anymore and sound like a space snob. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I get, <laughs> let's move on, I guess. Uh, to follow up a little bit with we were ranting, I ranted quite a bit last week, probably way worse than you just did, about the um, Save the Trades and, and all that, the story that came with that at the Ottawa High School sure. and the, the school board and the canceling of the the trades program at the school. Well, um, it sounds like there's some more news just in that the local communities talking about making sure that they vote the current board members out uh, in next year's election just to try to shake things up with the Ottawa High School School Board. So that was a good. Yeah, they created a created a group called SOS Save the School. Yeah, Save Our School. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they, I think they've got three people who are going to be running against uh apparently there must be three seats that are coming up for election so they're going to try to knock those three people out it, 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 so it's probably remember when um mayor baker in peru got voted out that year it just seemed like no matter who it was if you were an incumbent that was a bad thing yeah <clears throat> that's yes. kind of the same vibe i'm getting here i'm not i'm not taking out i don't know what's good or bad or i don't know anything about the board members that that are going to be up for election or anything but yeah, it's just have, being an incumbent and, and having the stink on you from this whole debacle. That's, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble. Whether they're good at their job or not, whether they, they've done well or not, it's, it's irrelevant at this point. That's too bad. But hey, yeah, they deserve it. Or it's not Or it's not too bad. Or, right. I they, they, they want to shake things up. So, And I hope there's some action and they actually they realize that the, the what they're doing in, in removing these programs is not a good thing. They're needed. That's right. Listen to episode 61 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast for more information on that. If I remember right, I I, I did go off quite a bit, so <laughs> I, would, I don't don't need to rehash that. I think 
I think it's probably time we started talking about something else. Okay. Well, do you have any special apps you recommend, or are you sticking with your Just, your base apps? Uh, no, I, I, well, I guess not. I, I'm becoming more and more loyal. You're a longtime Google Chrome man. I'm becoming more loyal to that on my Apple devices. So, oh, I've never tried that. I, I use it on the iPad. Hmm, okay. Um, it seems like it works better. Um, I noticed when I did certain things on Safari on the iPad that they would always want to refresh every time I came back to it, and I didn't necessarily want that. Like if I was setting a lineup or something for a sports, it would like almost make me want to start over every time. And then on Google hmm. Chrome doesn't do that to me, so. And I like that. So, plus it's just okay. as handy. I use it at work. It's safe. I use it at home. I use it. I don't use it on my iPhone just yet, but I might be getting there. Okay. Oh, well, I might try that yeah, out. Yeah, it seems to work pretty well. Well, just the idea of saving all your favorites and stuff, because yeah, it's if you've got the account when you use a computer, right? Uh, mine are all saved. So then, if it just carries right over, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. So, I'll have to try that out. Thanks. Yeah. How about you, John? What do you got? Well, you know. We mentioned it before, but if you're not using Stitcher, the Stitcher app, you should definitely download that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I don't think I mentioned this before, but uh, I'm not sure if you can use this with both the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. But for our Sony fans out there, video gamers, the PlayStation app is kind of nice because the PSN network is how you communicate with other gamers. And that's you send messages and you can set up games and all that kind of stuff. Well, they've got an app now for your phone where you can do the messages right through the phone. Sometimes you can do second screen type stuff. So if I'm wanna, I can type a message on my phone a whole hell of a lot faster than using a controller to navigate a keypad on a controller on the screen. Uh, and you can do a second screen thing where your phone will be in nice. tune with your well, the PlayStation 4, that is, so I can be typing a message with the phone and it's popping up right on the screen. So there's a lot of cool little features like that. You can jump straight to Twitch and and, and see recorded video. I, I like it. It's it's a nice addition to the PS4 because that's what I've been playing these days. Yeah, you're, so you're yeah, a hipster fine. gamer with all your new that's gaming right. devices. Yes. Cool. Well, that's a, that sounds really neat. I like it. And that's actually a really good carryover to our next section of the podcasts but uh, before local gamers or local podcasts there was the idiot gamer podcast well that has now become called the quest update podcast it's some local guys who are doing a video game podcast and there's a lot to talk about right now with video games with the big e3 convention that just happened so check them out quest update cool that's one of mine you got any Good podcast. Yeah, you know, to talk about? we, uh, one of the ones, and I'm going to steal a little bit of your thunder, John. Sure. You have a little note on here about Pete Holmes on the Nerdist podcast with, uh, Chris Hardwick. And Pete Holmes has his own podcast. It's called You Made It Weird. And he had <laughs> Bill Nye on. Now, I'm going to, this is, I'm putting this one out there without having listened to it. Yeah, he's talked about pot, that podcast on, the Nerdist, he? and he was kind of saying, "There's no doc, you know, with questions. They just kind of ramble." Yeah. And Bill Nye might have had a little trouble with that, so I think it might be a little bit more uh, straight laced. I don't know what's stiff compared to maybe some of his other maybe ones. Maybe he made it weird. I mean, maybe well, that's <laughs> the point. 
So oh, I got you. I, 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 that's a Pete Holmes's thing. He always he asks like uncomfortable questions, and I'm a fan of his <laughs> show. I've, I've listened to it before. I just I like his show after Conan, oh, which I hear t- is not going to. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll watch that after Conan uh, a little bit, uh, but it sounds like that's going off the air, right. unfortunately. Yeah, it is too bad, but he, he's kind of a, a unique brand. Uh, he's a unique fella. His his stand-up special that he did, which I wish I had it right in front of me, was, his last one was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But P. Holmes, is I, he's a Chicago guy who, who uh, he's just kind of a, he's just a, a kind of an odd, odd fella. <laughs> yes. he, he had a show uh he has his tv show on tbs uh i don't even know the name just the pete holmes show and yeah, then uh so. he had a stand-up special called nice try the devil that was i thought was really good out of all the comedy specials that you know i watched last year his was one of the better ones for sure so i'll, I'll be looking forward to kind of checking out this one with pete Holmes or uh, with pete holmes interviewing bill nye so um and then okay. yeah I, I good stuff Cool. Well, you mentioned a Chicago guy. Uh, Vince Vaughn, another Chicago guy, was on Mark Marin WTF. That was a pretty good one because Mark Marin is usually these days has just comedians on. He doesn't get kind of like actors too often. And so Vince Vaughn was on there. What uh, that was a pretty that? good one. Uh, I don't know. Oh, going back a bit? No, the only, I listened to, I listened no, to, it's not that I far. listened to Marin today and he uh, interviewed Giovanni Rabisi. Oh, I heard that one. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, he's a cool it, cat. It, he is cool. He, he was struggling. He was kind of ticking me off with the Scientology question. Yeah, he handled it real well, though. You think so? Absolutely. He did, he I don't didn't, think he, so. I don't think he felt. I didn't get a sense that he felt. I didn't get the sense that he felt uh, off put at all. Like he, well, he no. seemed really comfortable answering questions. Now, he is, did. Okay, I'll give you that's that. That's what. Oh, you're right. It was May 29th. Would be episode 501 with uh, on uh, WTF with Mark Marin with uh, Vince Vaughn. So, okay. but the the Giovanni Rubisi one apparently John and I both listened to, and we both liked him as well. Giovanni Rubisi is in. He's a he's been around a long time. He was in uh, Ted. He was in uh, Saving Private Ryan. He was the medic in Saving Private right. Ryan. He's just a. Yes. He was on Friends. He was on he's uh, Avatar. Yeah, his twin he's sister was in place. Dazed and Confused. Right, right. So. I said, I guess uh, my my issue with that is, yeah, I would agree that he was answering the questions about the Scientology stuff, but like all other Scientologists, when they're asked direct questions about that religion, nobody, they never can give you a straight right. answer. Okay, and that bugs me. That's true. That's true. He, they're so weird. He, about he ended it. really well with them because he sort of asked them some really poignant like questions about psychology and. And I kind of liked his responses and just in regards to the pharmaceutical companies. And you could tell he really has slanted big time opinions on that. He sure. just really, he sort of scaled it down and just gave sort of the, the kids gloves answer, you know, like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to hit you hard with what I know. I'm just going to say, watch out for these guys. So, but I, I, I don't know if I agree or disagree with him at all, but I, I, I thought that was interesting because you could tell Marin had a little bit of an angle on him. He did. Yeah, he was trying to get stuff out of him. Maybe trying to get him to. No, he was he was straight about it. He, he did answer his questions. He he seemed comfortable answering right. them. I guess that was that. my point. But yeah, it's funny though that we we both yeah listened to that one. I listened to that one. I think 
this morning or, or whatever, but cool. Good stuff. Nice. Uh, yeah, so we, we added an extra pod in there. I, I had one other one that I wanted to hit, John. Do you want to do your, do your, well, you had one more here. I'll- the only other one I would mention was another Nerdist, uh, <clears throat> Chris Hardwick interviewed Morgan Freeman. Wow. I mean, it's friggin' Morgan Freeman yeah. on a podcast. I don't think it's the only podcast he probably has all, ever done. And he was on the Nerdist, so that's pretty awesome. Right. Well, Tom Morgan, Hanks was on the Nerdist too, so like yeah. way back in the I'm yeah, back maybe I think a couple he's of, been on there more than once. Even really, it's been on there twice. He's really good. But not yeah, they're doing well. So, well, <laughs> yeah, he is doing very well. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that one out too. Um, I got a couple to catch up on. I had one other one. There's a show, uh, Ari Shafir. He's also a comic. He has a show called Skeptic Tank. I probably mentioned it before. I, I don't know for sure, but he, he also has some stuff with Comedy Central. This is not happening. So it's like a storyteller show that you can find on Comedy Central's website. That's not, not television. Um, but episode 169, um, with Miss Pat, um, it's called Black Lana. And it's funny because Ari is, is a, a Jewish comedian. He's not really a practicing Jew, but that's how he was raised. He, you know, has gone to Israel, done the whole bet, the, all that stuff. And, and, and the Miss Pat, she's a, I don't know, middle-aged comedian. She's black. Probably sounds like she's a bigger woman, um, raised in Atlanta. And it, and they shoot the breeze about, you know, being, she's learning about the Jews and he's learning about being raised in the ghetto, you know, according to her. So, uh, it's from really crazy stories on, you know, from her side and, uh, he just is intrigued the whole way, and it, it makes for some good pot. So those are, I believe, our podcasts of the week. Yeah, we had a lot this week. Yeah, well, we've been. It sounds like we've been listening to pod and not going on Twitter. <laughs> that must be the problem. Yes. Well, usually I listen to pod when I'm doing something. Me too. Like uh, at night doing some dishes or something yeah, like that. making dinner, Perfect. listening to pod. Maybe sometimes feeding a baby, listening to pod. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like whatever it might be. Sometimes at work, if I'm doing something where I'm just combing through some data or something, I'm not really, you know, I'm just sort of looking over stuff or something. I, I might throw it on depending on whatever I'm doing. So, and there's lots of good stuff. And there, I mean, there are a ton of podcasts that are out there. So if anybody listening has a suggestion, I'd love to hear it. Cause I'm always on the lookout for yeah. a new good podcast. You're better at so, that than I am. Like I, I pretty I, much stick to my favorites and, I don't very much, so. Uh, with the exception of the few podcasts that are here local in the Illinois Valley, I've tried uh, lots of podcasts that are still here in kind of Illinois. But yeah, nothing's really stuck. So, uh, yeah, if anybody's got anything else, I know uh, the RevCast, which is the nerdy directive, more local nerds. Yes, go nerds. I think they're coming back, so that's awesome. Um, and yeah, but there's lots of, check out your local podcast. There are link, we have links to, on our site to their podcast. So yeah, I think, I think actually, Clayton, I think that's a show. Yeah, that sounds good. I think we, we pounded it out good. We, good interview, good conversation. That was awesome. We didn't rant yeah. too much. We did a good job. No, I hope we can have Tyler on again sometime and give us an update and maybe he'll take us up or we'll take him up or we can actually end up in the background of the movie. That would be, Fantastic. Yeah, I'd like I'd that. love to do that. I, that I want a sword fun. fight or um yeah. I just I think what I I'd like for us the sword fight and then I want Stephanie to walk by holding the holding Lucy just just, just pass through the seat. Just look. just a weird scene, so at some point 
when she grows up a little bit, we can be like, you were in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that. I don't know if he... It seemed like he was like, I don't know, bro. But I was like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were. Um, well, at the very least, you can stab me with a sword, Clayton. How about that? Okay. But if we were to really sword fight, John, I'm pretty sure you'd probably get the better of me. I don't know. Uh, maybe a lightsaber fight. I could, I could yeah. win that. Real swords? I don't know. Probably kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, um, yeah, Tyler Am, check them out. River City Panic, Fish Sticks and Milk. Ottawa is serious fun. I've been singing that ever since the interview. Uh, IvyPod.com is our website. Ivy Podcast on Twitter and IvyPod on Facebook. And hey, Kramarsic Law Office for all your lawyer and needs. And yeah, I think that's about it for us. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Peace out. Welcome, this is the... Um, uh, uh, uh.